Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Stump My Q. And this is the final one in our series of Round 1 Clashes. And you could say that we have saved the best Round 1 matches for last. We have KK and Firdos aiming for a score higher than we have seen before. After that, Fidel and Rana compete as much against Quizmaster Gaurav Sundararaman as they do versus each other. Before all that though, a quick refresher on the format and the rules of Stump My Q. How the quiz is going to work is it's a simple uh, 10 questions uh, quiz. Uh, we're going to ask five questions on one topic which the candidate chooses, whatever they like, their strength uh, or uh, something which, they, uh, uh, which is close to their heart. And the other one is a five-question uh, general cricket round. If I'm a contestant in the quiz and I'm not, but if I am, I get to choose, say, Ricky Ponting and that works. Absolutely. Anything. You can even choose uh, India-Pakistan 1996 World Cup uh, 40th to 50th over and I'll, I'll set questions based on that. Oh, awesome. That's a, that sounds like a lot of fun. Now tell me, there are 28 of us who are going to be participating in this quiz. So how are we going to reach that one winner? From 28, we're going to make it 14 from 14 to 7 and then we'll have one lucky loser of round 2 and that makes it uh, a quarter-finalist and then you'll have semi-finalist and one single winner. The Stump Mike IQ champion of the inaugural season. Awesome, that, that sounds like a lot of fun. Now I have just one last question, G-Stats. In case of a tie, what are you going to do? So we will have inbuilt tiebreakers. Uh, we had two questions from the five uh, chosen topic to be slightly tougher and every set will have uh, two questions like that. So in case of a tie, we would go back to see uh, who has answered those tough questions and uh, we'll break the tie. And in case, even if that is equal, then obviously I have tiebreak questions uh, uh, to ask, test them on. And one final question, how is the standard of your questions going to be? Can I answer them? Can our listeners answer them? Or is it going to be too tough for all of us? Absolutely not. This is a, a quiz which is uh, also meant for people to learn and understand about uh, the various uh, uh, aspects of the history of cricket and uh, what they're watching. So, uh, if you don't understand the question, I guarantee you, you will understand the answer and you'll be like, oh man, I just So, this matchup of Stump My Q is a stellar contest. Our first contestant is not too sure about her quizzing. Is it a tactic? We'll never know for sure. But what you can be damn sure about is that nobody is underestimating her. Bringing the Protea Fire to Stump My Q is Firdos Munda! Can I give a big yay? <laughs> that was a sh**. Mm. Mm. Oh, but that's good yay! enough. That's, that's more like it. The first one was a nervous yay. Okay, no, I, I'm, I'm amped. I'm totally amped, but I'm really bad at quizzes. Really mm. bad. And the challenge for you, for those, does not get steeper th than this. Uh, I would say that your opponent has a photographic memory, but what the hell do I know? I'm just saying that because he loves to take photographs. This is the KK Karthik Krishnaswami! I totally won the yay contest. <laughs> yeah, but I thought, thought both was fairly amped. So, yeah, are you guys ready? You guys know the drill. Uh, Y'all will get questions on your specialist subject first, which for you, Firdos, is? South African cricket post-2010. Mm -hmm. It changed a few times, didn't it? I thought my first one was really good, which was, I think, the whole of South African domestic cricket ever. So I would have really sucked <laughs> on that. And then I think I chose post-readmission. Hmm. And then I think actually it was Kartik who suggested that I go with the national team post-2010. So he did me a favor. Yeah. And Kartik, what have you gone with? I've gone with what I thought at the time was a super predictable and like, you know, the first topic that would have come to most Indian uh, contestants' minds, which is the 2001 India-Australia test series. But then I was like, you know, let's just go with it. I was thinking, should I pick something more like, 
offbeat or whatever but then i was like couldn't come up with anything so i was like let's just go with this so you guys know that if you win this you will get one more chance to pick something offbeat or something different yes yeah there, there's always Hopefully that i'll come up with something by then if i'm yeah. there <laughs> see he thinks he's gonna win already he's like hopefully I'll <laughs> i said if i'm there All right, so but but both Gaurav and I have been waiting for this matchup for a long time. You know the drill. For those, you're going to go first because we start alphabetically. You'll get your five questions, then KK will get his. Then for those, you'll leave the call while KK takes his general knowledge questions. Remember, the last two questions in each of your set are star questions, which will determine the winner in case there's a tiebreaker. Gaurav Sundaraman, our quiz master, the floor is all yours. Great, great to have you guys. Uh, this was supposed to be one of the first uh, podcasts to be recorded, but it ends up being the last of the first round. So uh, uh, let's take it away. Don't get too uh, intimidated. Take your time. We've seen a lot of people know the answer, but just answer quickly because uh, they kind of jump the gun and then they realize that it's wrong. So just take your time and answer, and go for the most logical guesses. Usually, usually that should work. So uh, let's start with you for those. Your first question is: um, At which venue did South Africa play their first ever day-night test? Adelaide. That gets you off the mark. That is Adelaide. Simple one there for you. Your next question: Which left-hand bats- batsman has South Africa's highest individual test score in this decade, in the in the years you've chosen, which is basically. Uh, South Africa Test Team 2010 and above. So, which left-handed batsman has South Africa's highest individual Test score in this decade? So, obviously, I think AB de Villiers has the highest. Oh, sorry, Hashim Amla's triple is the highest. But I want to know which left-handed batsman has South Africa's highest individual Test score. Just the batsman would do. I don't want the number, opposition, nothing. Okay, I'm gonna give it to you on what I think. I think okay. it's Graham Smith's double hundred in Abu Dhabi. In 2013. That gives you two points. The brilliant answer. It is Graham Smith uh, against uh, Pakistan in uh, 2013. Brilliant answer. Your next question. There are two bowlers who have taken seven wickets on debut for South Africa during this period. That is a pretty rare thing. If one was Kyle Abbott, who was the other? Marshantalanga. That's a cracker of an answer again that's 3 on 3 now that your easy questions are done let's get to your star <laughs> questions we all know kesav maharaj took nine wickets in innings against sri lanka which yeah. batsman did he not dismiss it oh has to goodness. get a bit tough right i'm not going to ask you which bowler took nine wickets wow this is that's a hard one yo i'm going to guess kusal mendes It's a good guess, but it's wrong. It's actually Roshan Silva. He was, I think, dismissed by Kagiso Rabada. Okay, a bit of calculation which you need to do for the next question. How many Test captains have South Africa had during this period? I need the number. Wait, I- I'm counting. <laughs> sure, take your time. 2010. Well, from whenever he started, and then he was re- retired in 2014. Then Hashim Amla was named captain. Then he stood down in 2016. AB was named captain but he never actually captained because he got injured but then he did captain in that day night test against Zim so that's 3 then Faf captained Dean Elgar captained for a test at Lords when Faf was having a baby Quentin de Kock didn't captain in tests but I feel like Faf missed another test somewhere along the way and someone else captained but it wasn't Elgar it wasn't Markram Faf has now stepped down so nobody else is captained Hmm. I'm very tempted to go with five because it's Smith, Amla, De Villiers, Faf, and Dean Elgar. Mm, is it five? Is that your final answer? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Yes. Is that your final answer? Yes. Brilliant. Well done. I thought Dean Elgar was the tough one. You did get it right. It is five. Uh, well done. Uh, you've had a great round. You've got four and five, and that's a pretty uh, one of the highest scores in this round, actually. Oh my goodness! Okay, I win. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so the so the pre-match nerves and everything else that Firdos came into stump my cue with was all a tactic, so that now KK is the one under pressure. Is he's got a topic that it's he like knows I'm, well. I'm yeah. Chasing a really big target or mm, something. Mm. Sound familiar? So KK has the 2001 <laughs> Test series between India and Australia as his specialist subject. 
Gstats, five questions to KK from you now. Great, yeah. Uh, I'm sure this is a, a famous um, test too, which all of us have watched, especially uh, Indians who have been following cricket. A lot of uh, interesting uh, incidents happened. So I've tried to pull off some uh, interesting questions based on uh, not just scorecards, but based on events which happened during the tour. So let's get cracking, KK. Your first question, I think this should be a sitter for you. Why did Australians wear armbands before the start of the first test at Mumbai? Black armbands. I hope both teams wore black armbands on Bradman and died. You're off the mark. The next question, if it was Gilchrist at Mumbai, Lakshman at Kolkata, who was it at Chennai? Hmm. I'm going with the second person in the match to reach 100. Uh, no, I want just the name. If yeah, it, yeah, was yeah. Gilchrist, it was Gilchrist at Mumbai, yeah. Lakshman at Kolkata. Who was mm-hmm. it? Who was the equivalent at Chennai? There might be multiple answers, so mm-hmm. I'm looking for something very uh, obvious. Okay. okay, the obvious thing is man of the match. So Chennai, it was Harbhajan Singh, or was it Hayden? Who the hell got man of the match? In Ch- How the hell do I not know this? Uh, let me go with um, let me go with Hayden. I know I'm going to be wrong, but Hayden. It is Hayden. It's oh, not yes. Harbhajan, so that's a <laughs> that's a good one. Uh, well done, KKU. Uh, it is Hayden who actually got the man of the match surprisingly uh, for a billion double hundred and but he was in the losing team come? which is very very rare. Okay, your next question. In the entire series across three tests, only one Indian pacer did not take a wicket. Who was that fast bowler? Across three tests, only one Indian pacer did not take a wicket. Hmm. Obviously, Harbhajan took like almost yeah. 90% of the wicket. So yeah, you just yeah, have yeah, to do yeah. some elimination. Take your time. I think Agarkar definitely got a wicket in the first test somewhere. Srinath's first test he played, did he get a wicket or not? I'm going with probably... Okay, Venkatesh Prasad didn't get a wicket in the second test. This is my guess. It is Venkatesh Prasad. <laughs> he didn't get any wicket. Oh, Some yeah. good answers by both of you. Uh, this is going down to the wire. First of your star questions. Australia used nine bowlers during the epic Kolkata second innings of India. Mm-hmm. If Gilchrist was one bowler who did not bowl, who was yeah. the other? Steve Waugh. Wow, I thought that was a tough one. Steve Waugh is a natural bowler, but for some reason he didn't bring himself on and everybody else bowled. He didn't bowl. Slater some bowled. kind of niggle that didn't let him bowl, if I'm not wrong. But yeah, he didn't bowl. Like Slater bowled, Ponting bowled, Hayden bowled. Langer, I have no memory of what his bowling was like, but he also bowled. <laughs> That's a yeah. good one. I thought that would uh, uh, get past you, considering that Steve Waugh is a very uh, natural bowler. Your last question, to get five on five. Who was Australia's keeper in the warm-up match they played between the first and second test at Delhi against both presidents 11? Wow. Who was Australia's keeper? Basically, Adam Gilchrist took a rest. Who was mm-hmm. Australia's keeper in that warm-up match? The star question has to be tough and you said Australia's okay. tour of India. <laughs> uh, I don't think Haddon was on that tour at all. He went to England later that year, if I'm not wrong, but I don't think he was on this tour. Okay, let me just... I mean, what I'm, What am I going to lose? Like, uh, Justin Langer. Oh, wow. This match is going to the down to the wire. It's not Justin Langer. It's actually Brad Haddon. You almost had the answer It was very surprising. <laughs> uh, the reason uh, listeners have asked this question is because Brad Haddon in 2001, not many people would even know that he was part of that uh, tour. And he was actually Damn. part of that trip so early on in his career. So, it was wow. a surprise. And KK knew that he played against England, which is which is amazing. But uh, yeah, you didn't get five on five. It's four with one star, both of you. And it's, let's see who does well in the next round. Wow. Okay, so even Stevens here. For those at uh, this point. If I come back on and I have to answer all five right, I'm going to just not. It's not going to happen. I've heard some of these general knowledge questions and they're like fiendish. Bad luck, KK. Bad luck. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Fibdos has left the call. KK, you have scored 4 out of 5 in your specialist subject round, which probably in any other matchup that we've had so far, I would say that that's an awesome score and you're on your way to victory. But considering Fibdos has scored 4 as well, you know you can't win it in this G- in this GK round. But what you yeah. can do is maximize your points. Gaurav Sundaraman, give Karthik his 5 general knowledge questions. Superb. And before we uh, go to that round, a usual um, target for uh, which I need to mention uh, is the highest score scored so far in Stump Mike IQ is 7 by Paul Muchmore. 
So uh, you have another target there to achieve, uh, which is to go, go and maximize your score in the last uh, round of Stump IQ. Your first right. question, uh, KK, who was yeah. man of the series in the, mo- in the recently concluded 2020 Women's World T20? I was covering India and New Zealand then and I had, I didn't watch a single game. Um, you Alisa knew your 2000, uh, Alisa Healy is wrong. It's Beth yeah. Mooney. So your next question, very, very, I think possibly the easiest question of this quiz. Which franchise plays their home matches at the Darren Sammy Stadium? St. Lucia Rooks. Perfect. That's very easy. Third question. For which team did Brian Lara score his record-breaking uh, 501? Uh, Warwickshire. Well done, KK. Wavikshire is absolutely right. You've got two on three. Your next and your first star question. Who was the highest wicket-taker of the 2003 World Cup? Highest wicket-taker? Chamin Brilliant. That's a good answer. I thought it was a slightly tougher one because... I was about to remember. say something else and then this just popped <laughs> into my head. Yeah. Chamin <laughs> is a good one. You've got yeah. now uh, three and you need your last question to... Be Stump Mike IQ's first round topper. Oh, and I'm okay. pretty sure that you're going to crack this. Okay. In the history of Test cricket, only two batsmen have scored triple centuries in the second innings. If okay. that is second innings of the match. Yeah. If Brendan McCallum was one, who was the other? Hanif Mohammed. Yes, it is Hanif Mohammed. Easy one for you. Uh, that gives you a score of eight and that is the highest score of Stump Mike IQ. Let's wait for this to be the most short-lived record of them all. (laughs) Fidoz, welcome back to Stump Mike IQ. We didn't keep you off for long. It's because KK was just giving us one answer after another, which most of them were correct. Now, you can't leave the call because you said that you won't go you won't go if he scores less than five and he hasn't scored five. KK has in fact scored four out of five in his general knowledge round, which gives him a total score of eight, which is the highest we have seen so far in Stump My no, Q out of no. ten. Yes. KK, you said you wouldn't do that. <laughs> I only did this because I knew you'd get all five in this round. Mm. What, what, what KK also has mentioned is that his record could be the shortest record there is. It could be so short-lived because he believes that you, those can get four out of five, including two-star questions, or even five out of five. It's never going to happen. It's never, never going to happen. happen. We just have to wait and see. Gaurav Sundaraman, give those her five general knowledge questions. Your first question, who won Man of the Series in the recently concluded 2020 Women's World T20? You just need to tell me the player of the tournament. I'm going to take a guess because I genuinely don't know. Alyssa Healy? That's exactly what KK also said and he got it wrong. It's Beth Mooney. No! (laughs) (laughs) Both of you said the same thing. Alyssa Healy actually had a very poor tournament and she came and scored the uh, uh, brilliant uh, 100, was it, in the finals? Or at least uh, in 80. Your next question. Okay, wait. If I get this one wrong, are we done? No, but we'll still go to the motions. Okay. Which franchise placed their home matches at the Darren Sammy National Stadium? St. Lucia. Yeah, it is St. Lucia. Do you know what the full franchise name is? I think Stars, St. Lucia Stars. <laughs> okay, uh, I'll give it to you. It's okay, I'll give it to you. I know uh, I told KK that some people might uh, give this answer, but actually they've changed their name again back to St. Lucia Zooks. But I'll give it to you. It is St. Lucia. Okay, I was right. I was right. I was right. I was right. I'm still in it. Yeah. Your next question. For which team did Brian Lara score his record-breaking 501, which is the highest score in first-class cricket? Oh, this is not nice. I am going to pick... Who should I pick? Okay, I genuinely don't know the answer. I don't know where Brian Lara played county cricket. I'm looking at KK for some hints. But he... (laughs) not giving me any. So I'm going to pick Glamorgan. Uh, I'm afraid that's wrong. It's Warwickshire. Uh, oh. He scored uh, he scored 501 against Durham. Who was the highest wicket taker in the 2003 World Cup? Men's World Cup. And that was in South Africa. So I actually yeah. should have the answer to this. Glenn McGrath. You jumped the gun. Now that you've lost it, you just jumped the gun. You went for a quick answer. It's not Glenn McGrath. It's Chaminda Was. Yeah. In the history of test cricket, only two batsmen have scored triple centuries in the second innings of a test. 
If one is Brendan McCallum, who's the other? They've been, what, 30-odd triple centuries, out of which only two have happened in the second innings of a test. Second in the sense, the third or the fourth innings. So you can imagine how hard that is. So Brendan McCallum did it against India. So who was the other? And for since you've already lost this, I'll give you a clue. It's not a current player. I think this was uh, in the 50s and 60s. And a famous <laughs> uh, Pakistani. I'll give you that as well. Go for it. He had, if I remember right, he had a nickname which is similar to one of India's greatest ever. Okay, no, this is too much. <laughs> a nickname which is similar. He was nicknamed Little like Master. I think I can, I can even give you that. You're confusing me more. Okay, just tell me the answer. I don't know. I have no idea. It's Hanif Mohammed. Hanif oh. Mohammed scored a triple in the second innings. But you've done what? a great job for those. You've got, what, two in this round? Uh, no, you've got one in this round, which gives you a good score of five, which is one of the higher scores, to be honest, in this uh, stump mic. I'd be so well done. And you are up against possibly the potential winner of Stump Mike IQ. So, well done. KK, I wish you all the worst luck as you progress. <laughs> I expected I nothing else. And I'm never going to talk to you again. Yeah, but KK is one to beat. He's got the highest score in in round one of Stump Mike IQ, which is 8 out of 10. Of course, that make, that means that he has a target on his back. Fidoz Munda, Karthik Vishnaswamy, thank you so much for joining us on this episode. It has been a whole lot of fun. And this has been arguably one of the highest scoring episodes that we have had so far. Yay! So this episode on Stump Mike IQ, we have a cracker of a matchup. Our first contestant, he's written award-winning books. He's an avid scuba diver as well. Weighing in at a weight to float to the top is Andrew Fidel Fernando! Just the one award-winning book, uh, uh, Karthik, just in case. I'm a journalist, I have to fact check, I have to fact check at, at every stage. So how about, Andrew, that we're looking into the future where there are a lot more and where you once write about your experience on Stump IQ? Uh, I think that's that's wishful thinking. I'll, I'll see how I go. I think I'm reasonably com- uh, co- confident about my specialist round, but the general knowledge, I don't know. I'm, uh, I think I'm going to struggle. We'll see. We'll see. So now let's meet your opponent then. And he's here to avoid sleeping with the fishes. Metaphorically, of course. He is the face of Cricket Info video. He's usually the one asking cricketing greats the tough questions, but this time around, we turn the tables. Presenting the face that runs the place, Ronak Kapoor! I don't think we've done any video that can match that sort of introduction. (laughs) <laughs> and we have done a lot of video. What are these? I, I heard in the previous ones that these are WWE style introductions. Is that the inspiration for this topic? So the inspiration is actually the boxing ones. That's what we go with. So yeah, that's what it is. Okay, brilliant. <laughs> All right. So uh, welcome, Andrew, and welcome, Bronak, to Stump My Q. We've been looking forward to this contest for quite a long time. Uh, now, you guys know the drill. We're going to start with your specialist subject rounds. Andrew will go first. Five questions to him, then five questions to you, Ronak. Then we have five general knowledge questions, and then we have a winner. So, Andrew, what specialist subject have you chosen and why? Very predictably, I've gone with the 1996 World Cup. Uh, I guess like that's during. it was during that time that I really started getting into cricket and loving cricket. And everybody, I mean, like everybody in who grew up with that kind of remembers aspects of the World Cup, or in some cases misremembers it because it was so much bigger uh, a thing in our heads than perhaps it was. But then I also wrote a, a long form article on on the '96 World Cup, so I feel like I did the research and kind of understood that tournament on a on a you know on a, on a pretty close, almost granular level. At one point, I don't know if I've forgotten all that info. But uh, but we'll see. So that was that was the reason. And Radak, you have picked. I have picked the 2011 World Cup. I have seen Andrew's 1996, and I have raised him 2011. Uh, and I don't know why I've done that because, quite frankly, I wasn't working in cricket at the time. I know neither was Andrew. I just clarified that before we started recording. I want to know if Andrew was working <laughs> at the age of seven 
when Sri Lanka won that historic World Cup in '96. But uh, actually, I'll tell you what: when you guys send the email out that we're going to be doing this, and you know, the memo went around. I was doing a podcast with uh, with someone on the 2011 World Cup because it was the anniversary for India at the time. And I thought, chal, I'm doing a little bit of reading on it, so I'll just stick to that. But that's now two months back, and I don't remember squad. So I have any, <laughs> and I must I must confess that we pushed this date mainly because I have asked for a rescheduling of dates. And then I started reading on the World Cup, and that was India's anniversary. So I realized that's all I had to read up on India's journey. Now when I gave the topic, I gave the whole World Cup. And suddenly, I was looking at scorecards of uh, games involving the Netherlands and Canada. I'm like, bloody hell! Why have I picked this? So, I think this is Andrew's game to lose. Hmm. So we'll see how you two get on. My work here is done. I'm going to leave you in the capable hands of Quizmaster Gaurav Sundaraman. G stats. Andrew is all yours for his specialist subject round. Uh, just before uh, I start, the '96 World Cup is also my favorite World Cup. So we had an earlier episode with uh, Matthew, who had also suggested this. And just for the record, all the ten questions I've asked purely based on my memory because I love this World Cup so much. So don't. Uh, it's not too much of uh, research and uh, too much of stat-heavy questions. It's going to be fun. The first question: Which venue hosted the first match of the 1996 World Cup? Oh gosh, I I feel like New Zealand. Did New Zealand play the first match? Yes, they did. And they would have played, I think, maybe. I can England? give you that if you want. They played. Yes, you got that. Yes, New Zealand played yeah. England. Where is the question? I would. Say, well, I'm just gonna go wild guess. Uh, Perusha Kotla. I'm afraid that's wrong. Uh, incidentally, they started it in Ahmedabad, so. Uh, Ahmedabad. Okay. I'm not sure why they did. How is that an easy question? To start in Ahmedabad. The first match, the first thing in the World Cup. I'm sure if I ask you 2015 and 2019, I I know I would not get either of those either. Your second question in the entire 1996 World Cup, which batsman held a record for the most number of sixes? Uh, it's got to be Jayasuriya, right? Yeah, has to be Jayasuriya. I can't think of. Yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, with. Jaisuri. I'm surprised you jumped the gun there, and this is a question which I would have surely expected you to answer. It is Asanka Gurusena. Gurusena got the most numbers. That's insane. You have you have legendary anecdotes on Gurusena on other programs. How have you got this? You have immortalized him in your previous encounters that we've had. He was like the guy who comes in after uh, after Kalu and Sana, and like blocks. And like, kind of creates the space for Arvind the Silva to later come in. So he was like the anchor, but it kind of makes sense because he used to get, he used to just like bully spinners down the ground. But still, like that's not that I would that, not have guessed that. I had that question just for you to make sure that you get one on the board for sure. <laughs> this is the question you got wrong. Oh gosh, this is a bad start. I was confident about this round as well. I was, I was like really, I really thought I knew my stuff about '96, but clearly I'm being shamed here. Okay, your next question. Who was South Africa's wicketkeeper in this tournament? Oh, um, this has come in a zillion quizzes because the only thing this guy is famous for is he played this World Cup. There's something that kind of like tickles the memory. Was was this a World Cup that uh, Hansi Cronje kept? He was a proper keeper who was picked into the squad to replace Dave Richardson. So the entire World Cup he did. Clearly my... Uh, the the piece that I wrote on 95, uh, 96 was in uh, 2015. Clearly, I've dumped all of my knowledge since then, and have not uh, have not retained any of that. So yeah, who was it? Who in Lightner? Okay, it's Steve Palferman. Steve Palferman ah. was the keeper in uh, South for South Africa. He played only that World Cup and he went away. Yeah, because South Africa don't have too many keepers, and this is a very famous trivia between Dave Richardson and Mark Boucher. For almost 20 years, he was the only guy who kind of kept in the middle. Tough one. So, I, these, I thought, so now, uh, so now we're coming up to the hard questions, yeah, yeah, right? Like those, were, those were the easy ones. Yeah, <laughs> these were the easy ones. All right, we're coming up to the hard ones. Let's see if you can get this. Who coached West Indies in the 1996 World Cup? Who? What are these questions? These are ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I asked you the name of a wicketkeeper. I asked you the name of a coach. I was expecting uh, uh, questions about like who won this match. You know who was the top scorer? <laughs> Those kinds of things. Coaches are really hard to remember. I mean, yeah. And yeah. West Indies went through a lot of them. Like, 
they i mean they're still going through a lot of them um he's a legendary uh, west indian uh, player of the 70s and 80s yeah there were a lot of those so i want to say malcolm marshall possibly because i knew he coached but was he a coach of a national team as early as 96 though i mean yeah i'm going to go with i'm going to go with marshall Sorry, it's wrong. It's Andy Roberts. I, I didn't even I didn't even know that he he coached West Indies at any point. Is this the first zero for five in this round? Possibly coming up. No, no, no. I think we've had one or one more. I think. Okay. All right. At least as as long as I'm not setting a precedent here. Obviously, we all know that Sri Lanka made 398 against Kenya, right? So that game we 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 all. But what was unique, uh, more than unique, is there was this legend of the game who was actually the match referee in that game. He did, uh, uh, he was the match referee of other games in the World Cup as well. But I found it very surprising that he was a match referee. So who was this legend? Uh, Clive Lloyd. He I was mean... obviously the match referee in the India-Sri Lanka game. Uh, I would yeah. be asking that. I'll give you one more go at it. Really? Uh, match referees, man. Who comes up with these questions? Um, <laughs> can you? <laughs> um, no, I'm I'm genuinely just completely stumped by by this. This, um, this is genuinely the very the the toughest question. I agree, but I really thought the other ones would not pass you to uh, the because being a Sri Lankan and the venue of the first. Oh, match, God, stop was making very... him feel so bad. Just give him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already. I'm already like, how did I fail? How did I fail so much on my specialist round, which I got to choose? That's the. Uh, no, I've I've I'm gotta I I I gotta give up on this one as well. I mean, I know like another match referee was John Reid, but I wouldn't I wouldn't describe him as a. As a legend of the game, so uh, those are the two only ma- only two match referees that I like really recall having been part of it, and I don't think it's John Reid. So who okay. who we got? Okay, this is interesting. In Nawab of Pataudi, so apparently he was the match match referee in this World Cup, which was uh, which was trivia to me, and I thought it was interesting for our listeners as well. So the Nawab of Pataudi was actually a match referee in the 1996 oh. World Cup. So. Wow. Uh, <laughs> That's a tough one, but uh, yeah, I'm sure you can make it up in the next round if Ronak doesn't run away with it. So let's wait and <laughs> may, see. May I just, I I... things in perspective, tell our listeners to recap that Gaurav Sundara Raman's first five questions on the '96 World Cup that he thought <laughs> for Andrew Fernando were that Ahmedabad hosted an England-New Zealand game as an opener, that Asanka Guru Sina hit the most sixes, that, that one I possibly didn't know. He was a match referee, that Andy Roberts coached the West Indies. <laughs> And I don't even remember the fifth obscure question that he had. So that is your takeaway of this great World Cup that you have proclaimed at the start is your favorite ever World Cup. So clearly these are the highlights, aren't they? I literally covered the 2019 and 2015 World Cups, and actually no, 2015 I covered the first game. So now it's come back to me that it started in Christchurch. But like the 2019 one, I have no clue where it started, and I was like on the ground. No, like that's it's. Uh... The first you, game is a rough one. You know what's uh, what's interesting there during around question three, you could hear a snigger from Ronak in the background. I was laughing because I can't imagine what he picked from the 2011 World Cup, hmm. and I can't wait for the match referee of the Canada Kenya game. <laughs> Gaurav picked all those questions off the top of his head. You so you didn't hmm. even look at stats through. You didn't look at like any scorecards. You just knew all of that. The last person who got zero in in his specialist subject was Hemant Prar, and he went on to win his round one matchup wow. versus Varun. So there is still hope, but that will all depend on how Ronak does in his specialist subject, which is the 2011 World Cup. Gaurav, your questions to Ronak now. Yeah, so this feels a bit weird for me asking Ronak questions after all these years he's been asking me, and I have taken part in a World Cup quiz which Ronak has hosted also. Let me start off, Ronak, with your easy ones. The first one is, what was the name of the official mascot of the 2011 World Cup? Oh my God, are you serious? The official mascot of the 2011 oh my, World Cup? Oh my God, every I World know Cup. Every World Cup. I know this one immediately. See, every this World is, Cup from '96 had a mascot. I take, I take grave insult as people of Cricket for that the question that we are first asking is who the first mascot was. And Fidel uh, knows it. I think it was. Think yeah. It was, can I can I get a chance to answer? If Ronald doesn't get, it's an elephant. Just just so I can get one question right and feel good about myself. I know it was an elephant. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to think of these random images of you know what took. Oh God. Uh, I've got no clue, but I'm just going to say 
I don't know. No, I don't know. I, how can I guess an elephant's name if I don't know it? I'm not sure its name. Dumbo, Dumbo, Jumbo. I don't know. No, I don't know. Okay, Fidel, go for it. Uh, was it Stumpy? Amazing, amazing. Maybe my special subject should have been mascots. Oh God, that was an easy one. My God. Okay, great. I can't wait for four and five. Go for it, Gaurav. This uh, edition saw only one bowler take two five wicket hauls. Who was this bowler? Only one bowler to take two five wicket hauls. Wow, that's a decent question. I know that Roach and Malinga got six furs. Yuvraj got a five fur, and he didn't get another one. Did Malinga get another five fur? Is my only question. I can't think of too many others that. Or did Roach get another five? No, I don't think Roach got another five. Afridi was leading wicket taker. I don't think he got five fur. Zahir Khan didn't get five furs. I'm gonna guess Malinga. Is it right? No, it's Shahid Afridi. He got two five furs actually. <laughs> You could have gone with the most obvious guess of the most wicket. Uh, yeah, I know, but I think Afridi and Zahir Khan were both joined, and I don't yeah. remember Zahir getting a single one. And uh, I, I mean, Afridi's, uh, I have no, I don't have too many, have too much collection of, of Afridi's bowling in that world. But anyway, all right, fine. So I'm, I'm Andrew's, I'm keeping Andrew interested. Great. Okay. The next question. So although Australia did not win the World Cup 2011. They still hmm. went home with a title. What title was it? Yeah, yeah, I know this one. I've, I've, I've been at the. I, I remember this from my memory of surfing through cricket and four. The Chapel Hadley series that year, the Chapel Hadley Trophy that year was in honor of the Australia New Zealand game or something to that effect, and they won that game. So that's my answer. I give it to you. It was the Chapel Hadley Trophy. They did. They had not played the Chapel Hadley Trophy for a long yeah. time, and I think they kept the game against New Zealand in the World Cup. And Australia That's... did win that, and therefore they got the Chapel Hadley Trophy. Good yeah, one. I'm... First question to be cracked in this Thank... round. Uh, after eight attempts or something, unless you count Andrew's uh, answer, Stumpy, yeah, which gets, which, which doesn't neither of us any good. Your next question, your star questions, uh, begin. Michael Yardi dropped out of the World Cup due to mental health issues in the middle of the tournament. Mm. England called upon a replacement to Michael Yardi. Who was this player? Wow! Wow, God! Wow! You've outdone yourself. Uh, I'm guessing he was a player that would hold some impression. Otherwise, you wouldn't ask. I mean, I don't. Sometimes a tough question has an easy answer. Okay, 2011. Yeah, I'm sure everyone remembers England for the 2011 World Cup for the fine campaign that they had, and therefore Gaurav has come up with this gem. Uh, Wait, let, let me just give you a. Yeah, please, please. Given that you were, there, you so... literally, you literally reached Colombo to give Fidel the answers. Yeah, you could. <laughs> so, obviously, one think of what Michael Yardi does. So, what kind of a replacement player they would have got? Michael didn't actually As... do, but yeah. No, as in what 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 he bowls yeah, or what, what his yeah. specialization yeah. is. Yeah. I I think I know this one as well. <laughs> this should have been my round. Damn. Go go on go on Goro. The other interesting thing, the reason I'm asking this question is not because he's some albit player or something. The fact that he was he even existed in uh, 2011 was a huge surprise to me, and that's why I thought this question was interesting. Oh, okay. The fact that he existed in 2011. And a player of Michael Yardi's, with due respect, fairly ordinary caliber. Uh, who did England call up as a replacement? I don't think he even played a game. If he would have played a game, you would have you wouldn't have taken taken in that question, Gaurav, because that's the kind of stuff people remember. You want me to answer which obscure player who came in as a replacement for Michael Yardi, uh, who never played a game, uh, is an answer that people who remember the 2011 World Cup should know about. Yeah, Fidel knows two of your questions. So Gora found it interesting that he was around in 2011. So viewers, listeners must know this. Okay, uh, uh, you're obviously surprised that he was around that long, and maybe he's played for England ever since. So uh, I'm I'm stumped. I'm trying to think of a middle order, part-time sort of spin and Jeremy Slade. Spinner, you know. Jeremy, not a bad guess. Not a bad guess. You've at least given a logical guess. It's not Jeremy Snape. Fidel, go for it. Uh, was it James Treadwell? No, Treadwell was, was in the. Oh, he yeah. was in the. He was in the squad already. Okay, so yeah, I wouldn't have got that either. I think it was Adil Rashid. Yeah, oh. it was Adil Rashid. He made his debut way later, but he was actually called up 
uh, in the 2011 World Cup as Yadi's replacement. Okay, now you're going to hate me even more. But this is your last question. Consider I had asked one question for Fidel in a similar way, and I have to ask you that. Who coached South Africa in the 2011 World Cup? South Africa in the 2011 World Cup. What memory do I have of South Africa in the 2011 World Cup? So, they obviously wanted Gary after that World Cup. Who did they have in that World Cup? Mickey Arthur was at some, no, that's much later. Was Mickey Arthur still with them? No. Or was he? Uh, 2011 World Cup, South Africa's coach. Again, not a very famous name. He just came, coached this uh, World Cup and just was around and left. Amazing, man. Amazing. No, yeah, not, not a very famous name is, the, is yeah. the theme of this episode so far. Yeah, this is going to go down to the wire. I'm, I'm all, I don't even have a guess for this, but I'm just going to say Andrew Hudson. Sorry, Ranag, it's a tough one. Uh, this guy is called Corey Van Zyl, who came and he just uh, quotes South Africa for this World Cup. Before we started recording, Ronak was all bright-eyed. He's like, I woke up this morning two hours ago and I've been looking up the scorecards. I've been looking up all the stats from the 2011 World Cup. I made a mistake. I shouldn't have been looking at scorecards. I should have been looking at uh, what stuff that, you know, maybe greatest mascots of World Cups, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> sort of stuff like you know, that. you know, now now that the round is over, all you guys had to do was look at the Wikipedia page of both these World Cups. Awesome. Okay, so both uh, Andrew and Ronak have scored a combined 1 out of 10 in their opening rounds. Ronak, of course, leads. Andrew, I'm going to ask you to leave the call for a few minutes. Yeah, I'm going to use the time to look up match referees in cricket mm. history on Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be all over that if those are one of the questions. All right, see you guys. Ronak, you have one point. The advantage you have here is that you can finish this contest and round. Fidel doesn't even have to answer his questions. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. I'm <laughs> that last round. <laughs> Gaurav, I, I said this last time and this now gives dread to both Ronak and Andrew. Gaurav, his general knowledge questions starting now. Who holds the record for the fastest ever test century? Uh, the record for the fastest ever test century is held by Misbah Ulhaq. Which was broken by Brendan McCullum against Australia. Oh, Slightly late this has to be up your alley, right? I should have thought that. I jumped the gun. I could have thought of it for a second longer. Wasn't that Baz's last test match? It was his last test against Australia. Yeah, I should have thought that. I was so excited that it sounded like a question that I could get. <laughs> oh God! I hope I hope Andrew does this as well. Although I think he might have been in uh, in New Zealand for that series, so that and he's part New Zealand. I'd like to point that out. So this is a question that is biased towards uh, Andrew Fernando. Yeah. All right. So as Asanka Gurusthina. Yeah, you didn't ask me anything about India. There's nothing about India that you asked me. You asked me about and uh, Stumpy and uh, Corey Van Zyl. You could have thrown in one India question. One. I'll do that in the next round if you make it for sure. Next question for you. He became the first batsman in the history of Test cricket, Test cricket, to be out hit wicket for a Golden Duck on Test debut in 2017. So it was it was all over the news. He made his debut in 2017. He was out hit wicket for a Golden Duck. Who was this unfortunate batsman? If you have no idea, I can give you the yeah. uh, country. Yeah, I'm, I'm blank at the moment. 2017 hit wicket, Golden Duck. Uh, no. Help this me guy out. is from West Indies. Oh, that doesn't help. 2017 hit wicket on debut for a golden duck. All right, I think you help me as much as you can. Uh, unfortunately, I have no recollection of this. Maybe I'll get it when you give me the answer, but... It has a Indianish name. <laughs> okay, that's a clue. All right. Uh, an Indianish name, part of the West Indies ODI setup. Uh, and he's played tests also, obviously, but he didn't play the England series. That's yeah, sure, 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 sure. Um, who do we have? Who do we have as an Indianish name? Uh, he played the World Cup 2019, if it helps. Wow, you're killing this, aren't you? I'm going to go with Sunil Ambris. And that gives you one point. The thing is, you can give him, I think Fidel would get this at the first shot. So you can give him <laughs> five clues. I've still managed to level this question. Right. Yeah, now I do remember Sunil Ambris getting out hit wicket. Yeah, it, it is coming back to mind. But thank you. The Indianish name helped. Uh, and yeah, thanks. You saved me. Maybe cut out all the clues in the final edit. <laughs> all right, let's go on. Your next question. Which Canada's autobike is titled Underneath the Southern Cross? I should know this. Underneath the Southern Cross. 
is the autobiography of Adam Gilchrist? No, you, you, I feel that you're jumping the gun. You yeah. do these things, but you just seem to be get going pretty quick. Uh, Adam Gilchrist is autobiography titled True Color. Is it Mike Hussey? It is Mike Hussey. It is Mike Hussey. Oh God. Underneath, he sings the team song also uh, quite a yes, bit, yes, and uh, yes. oh that's my God. why his uh, cricket autobiography title underneath. I is should Aaron have known. definitely uh, knows this, so he's going to get this one. So he's obviously gone, and he's going to get Ambrose. And I he's think you're focusing more on Fidel. Than and he's going to get Brendan Salim. So he's already got three, and I am still on two with the two toughies to come. Great, let's go for it. I think this was the three questions so far have been pretty gettable. So yeah, you bet, uh, you bet. I've just been, I've not been focused. Go on. Your next question again, famous trivia. Just that you have to recall the name. Who was sure. the bowler that Ravi Shastri hit for six sixes in an yeah, over in right. first class cricket? That's easy. Yeah, that's easy. Tilak Raj. Your last question, which former Aussie cricketer from the last two decades, he played in this decade as well, more, more so this decade, he's played the IPL also, was nicknamed yeah. the Duke. He was nicknamed the Duke because he looks like another famous Hollywood actor. He was a famous Hollywood actor, producer and director of the 1950s and 1960s. I'm going to make an educated guess on the Hollywood director reference and I'm going to say Clint Mackay. Good way of working out, and he has played. It fits all the bill, but the answer is wrong. It's John Wayne Hastings. John Hastings from Australia. He was his full name is John Wayne Hastings, and John Wayne was a Hollywood big star. And Andrew's going to score easily, so I've lost this. But Ronak has finished his general knowledge round with a total of two, which gives him a grand total of three out of ten. But he's also got one of the star questions correct. Okay. Which means, Andrew, that you will need a total score of four in your general knowledge round. You can get three with two star questions and go through, etc., etc. But for all intents and purposes, your target needs to be four out of five in your general knowledge round. Are you ready for your questions given to you from Gaurav? Uh, I'm as ready as I'll ever be, I suspect. <laughs> Whenever Ronak answered his question, he said, Fidel will surely get this. Fidel will surely get this. So, uh, no, he just jinxed me. Like, that's where I see what you're trying to do. There are clues for certain questions because I gave Ronak clues. So I, I will uh, give you the clues as well. So just take your time. Let me know if you need a clue and I will uh, give it to you. Okay. So your first all question, right. who holds the record? I'm just going to pre-order the clues on all of the questions right immediately off the bat. Who holds the record for the fastest ever test century? Uh, it's got to be Brendan McCullum. Uh, yeah, Nisbah had it and then McCullum took it off him. Yeah, he's, he's actually added the line to make me sound more intelligent. I jumped yeah. the gun and said Nisbah forgetting Brendan McCullum. But yeah, I knew you'd get that one. That's good. You've got off the mark. Uh, well done, Fidel. So that's your first uh, Thank God. you got, right? I didn't get, I didn't get blank. That's... That's uh, worth celebrating. All right. Your next question. Um, again, Ranak says it's an easy one for you. Let's see. Which cricketer's autobiography was titled Underneath the Southern Cross? Oh, it's. I think it's Rod Marsh. Because I think he came up with the with the uh, with the song. And I think I'm pretty sure the, the like the the title went to the person who who wrote the or wrote the song, which is a <laughs> song by the way, but like it's, but whatever. Um, I I'm going with Rod Marsh. I'm afraid it's a current cricketer. It's actually Michael Hussey who uh, oh, used to sing the team song and he uh, titled it Hussey. underneath the southern. Wow. Coast. Yes, it is. And interestingly, why would he go with that uh, title? Like surely there's better things for. Better things for Michael Hussey to title his. Yeah. In fact, I've read like a few chapters of that book. I can't believe I didn't that. I, have a, I said, I, may, I messed up. I went for Gilchrist and, I, uh, and I, I said the same thing. I have a signed copy of the book, which I haven't read yet. Yeah. Maybe I should have read it. <laughs> Interestingly, uh, another Aussie cricketer, David Boone, has the title Under the Southern Cross. So uh, Hussey's title is Underneath the Southern Cross. Wow, so, these uh, guys really need some... <laughs> Need some creativity when it comes to writing writing the titles of their books. Great. So you need two from the remaining three questions. I need, so oh, I need all of the remaining ones, right? Yeah. He became the very first batsman in the history of Test cricket to be out hit wicket for a golden duck on Test debut in 2017. Who was oh. this unfortunate batsman? So it was uh, it was very much in the news that time. 
and if you want for this question i gave a lot of clues he's a west indian cricketer who didn't play the current test series against england but he's there in the squads and he plays the odis and all so uh, he was the first batsman in the history of test cricket to be out hit wicket for the golden duck on test debut in 2017 okay. i gave one more clue so Are you sure of the answer? Then you can give it. Otherwise, I can give you. No, one. I'm not sure of the answer. I'm just. Okay, he he, he has a very uh, Indianish name. Oh, okay. Let me just have a think. I think I can hopefully work this out. So the only person I can think of who didn't play was Raymond Reefer, but he doesn't have an Indianish name, so it doesn't. It makes no sense. All right. No, I've I haven't. Uh, I can't think of an Indianish name so yeah Ronak's got me on this one my only guess was Raymond Reefer but I couldn't I can't think of anyone so who is it it's Sunil Ambus ah a tie break will not happen in this if he gets both his star questions correct he levels with Ronak and he goes through based on the number of star questions he has got and needs two out of two Ronak needs him okay. to miss at least one and okay. we will have a winner Who was the bowler that Ravi Shastri hit for six sixes in an over? No clue. Uh, Someone, yeah. do you have a, do you have a clue or no? There are just three players who have actually three bowlers who have actually conceded. What three or four bowlers who have actually conceded this? So uh, I just thought that this is very famous. So Ronak obviously got this, but ah uh, no, who so who 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 we got? Okay, so this is Tilak Raj, uh, I think from Baroda. Okay. Uh, I wish us to hit him for yeah. six sixes, and he, along with I think Malcolm Nash, uh, who yes. sobers uh, hit okay. for six sixes, are the bowlers who conceded that. Who was the Who was the guy that uh, Herschel Gibbs hit then? John Bamford. Uh, <laughs> see, Ronald. I'll definitely catch him now. You want the rest of them as well? Which sure. former Australian cricketer from this decade was nicknamed the Duke? You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna retire in shame. And uh, and that you give me another one. It's John Wayne Hastings. Well done, Fidel. You've been a great sport, and uh, you you gave it gave it all. And maybe next time. Thank you. Do I get a participation like, uh, certificate? Like I feel like that's that's all I. Gaurav Gaurav will send you his uh, his balloon of stumpy that he still has in his arms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. Look, it's more than I deserve at this stage. Yeah. So we we started this episode uh, with by introducing Fidel as an award-winning author. Yeah. I think we have to change, change that to an award. Yeah, author who's read an autobiography of a famous cricketer but doesn't remember the name of the autobiography. Yeah. <laughs> but Rona, congratulations! You go through into round two of Sub My Q, having beaten Andrew three to one. Thank you. Well Thank done. You. Well done. I don't know if there are going to be specialist rounds in the next one. I'm literally going to pick uh, the final over of the 2011 World Cup final. <laughs> on the pitch what was televised right then yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then he'll go to like the the stats and ask you how much each ball swung yeah, how, how fast yeah. was the third delivery <laughs> like <laughs> yeah yeah how which road did ms hit him back to in the last ball like all this stuff will be which seat did that ball hit Noted for any of our contestants listening in. Read the Wikipedia page as Gaurav suggests. Thank you, Ronak. Thank you, Andrew, for joining us on this episode of Stump My Q. Until next time, Tara. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Gaurav. Thanks. Uh, cheers, Karthik. Cheers, Gaurav. Bye.